Before we get into the episode, make sure y'all tap in with Christina, the CEO. We're about to get into her interview. But I want y'all to know, we just launched our DIY recession repair remedy. Basically, first time ever, we dropped a credit repair course. We've had ebooks, we've had, you know, like the FCRA masterclass and all that, but we've never had a DIY credit repair course. So we dropped it. You can get it now for only $27 versus $300. So 90% off. Don't confuse the value with the price because it's a lot of sauce in there. And we specifically are doing this promotion where it's super cheap, super affordable, because we know people are going to sleep on it, right? So it's a gold mine. If you want to get tapped in, text REMEDY to 914-353-4741. I'm going to have it in the description, too, if y'all want to scroll and click it. But you can text REMEDY to 914-353-4741. Hopefully, you know how to spell. If you don't know how to spell, REMEDY is R-E-M-E-D-Y. All right, enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with beneficial information to change your situation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, give you that consumer law education, and just help you get to the next level. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to a new episode of the Cap Podcast, Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast. I got a special guest today. I got Christine, the CEO. Um, welcome to the podcast, Christine. How you doing? I'm fine. So um, thank you for having me here. Most definitely, most definitely. Most definitely. I'm blessed. Um, so can you just give our listeners a little bit about yourself, just a little bit of your story? Well, you guys know me as Christina, Christina, the CEO started off in Brooklyn, New York, moved here to Georgia around 2018. Uh, when I started and what got me into the whole credit world was a little bit from growing up. My parents, my mom always had credit cards. I just seen like she had this magical card really. And yeah. I'm like, okay. But as growing up, we lived off of her credit cards. My grandmother was the one with perfect credit. She always paid everything on time. And we lived in like an apartment with my mom. So I was like, I wanted to own a house. I wanted to have the nice cars and stuff. And I, I figured at a young age, that kind of was done through credit. um, As well as, you know, entrepreneurship, stuff like that. Being that the woman on the go type thing. That was like what motivated me as a kid growing up. Um, When I went through college, got internships with the IRS, was a manager, assistant manager at uh banks in New York. And then I went on to the insurance industry, learning about mutual funds and stocks and stuff like that. Coming to Georgia, I needed to figure out a way. Like, everyone knew me for having good credit like me. I, I was always big on finances, always, like, have a credit card. Like, so what happened was I paid this one credit company with a I was being lazy. I was like, okay, whatever. Cause I fixed my credit at age 19, had 800 credit score, had three cars, um, back to back, multiple credit cards, twenty thousand. That's before they was using the Vantage score to score. This oh, is okay. the Van. This is back in the days Vantage score. So it was easy for you to get eight hundred. Once you got that eight hundred, you get anything. It was no screening, none of that, no verification. It was automatic approvals. Let someone use my credit, messed up my credit. So that's how I tell people: be very careful who you co-signing or who you have as an authorized user on any of your mm. stuff. Be very guarded. 
So messed up my credit, and then after I hired this company to fix it, they was I'm like, what do y'all do? What's taking so long? Like, so I've been there on the client face, the the client interface. So yeah. no, there's no communication. No one is talking to me. Nothing. Like I'm just I I even forgot I even had the membership with them. Oh man. And I was just saying like, you know what? I can do this too. Let me. So I started dibbling, dabbling with it, and. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing things fall off. My score is going up, everything. And then after, people always come to me with financial advice because I've graduated with a master's in finance investments from college. So I'm big on finances. So I'm like coaching them as I'm doing what I need to do because I know what to do and how to do and how to fix myself. Like I I know what to do. So I'm disputing mm-hmm. things, things coming off, whatever. And then after that, I'm saying, okay, cool. Like, mind you, my, I had messed up my credit. My car got totaled out and stuff. When I came to Georgia, so I need to get in another car. And I never paid a down payment for a car ever, really. So when they came to me, it was like, at this time, they asked me, like, you need to put down some money. I was like, put down some money? Wait, what? And this <laughs> car, uh, and the car wasn't even a brand. It was brand. It was like less, like, no more than three years old at the time, right? No more yeah. than three years old. I'm like, wait, what's going on? And because I'm like, I had a brand new car that came out the same year. I ain't put no money down to go go get an older car, three years old, not the, to put down. I was like, uh-uh. So that would motivate me. I got my, what I needed to get done. And I started seeing like the first time when I was not 19 and I had got had that 800 credit score, I seen how people treated me versus like when I had my score drop. And when I walked in, how they treated me and the places where I go was not top quality service. I was like, uh-uh, yeah. I don't like this. So now... When I fixed myself and got everything and learned to leverage it, and people was coming to coming to me and whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This this is easy. And I'm like, I was just being, you know, inspiration to other people, changing their lives. So it just made me expand my business, adding services as to what people needed, understanding education. So I'm big on educating people about credit, how it works, how to use it to advantage people. They start okay, fifty thousand. That's really not a lot of money. Really, it's mm-hmm. not like you can run through it. And if you, especially when you have certain expenses, you may think it's a lot of money. But there's people that make fifty thousand a day with no problem. That that's sometimes some people expenses. Normal people like you, you and me. If you don't know what to do with it, then it starts to become like a lot of money because you're not making your money make money for you. Definitely. So, that's all. No, most saying. definitely. So this whole process of you, like, you know, leveraging your credit, you're 19, you know, you get an 800, you get in treated like you're in the White House, and then they basically <laughs> treating you like you're someone on the street once you mess up your credit. Did you document that process or you just like spoke about it? Like, how do people know about it? You know, as far as people coming to you for education? People, because I was so, when I started off, I was viewed, I was very shy and okay. stuff like that. So it's like you had to know me personally, really, to to do it. But at the same time, before Instagram was Instagram, I had over 30K followers. So people knew me or had social media from New York. Now, gotcha. when I'm coming through here, through when I came through Georgia, I started posting here and there. Like, my friend was like, yo, why don't you just use um, Instagram, whatever? Because um, I, like, I was looking one time for a car. She's like, yeah, just go look for a car. So I'm like, hmm bingo I, I, i'm here looking for something somebody's gonna be on here looking for something too uh-huh. so i started posting on facebook like tips and, and you know little you know questions and stuff like that um things to get you thinking people were engaging with it and really coming to inbox me i'm like wow they're listening to me and then after because now it's not my regular friends and family that people like 
you know, Jennifer on the block asking me questions. There's people that I don't yeah. know across the country yeah. asking me questions and really interested yeah. in what I have to say. And they're applying my strategies and plans and they're telling me the results. Like, yeah, I tried and it worked. Like, what else you got? Like, and I'm like, whoa. So I started using social media, Instagram and stuff like that. And I sort of break, I seen people, how they were um teaching people. And I didn't kind of like that style. So before, like, when I actually, like this like year, a couple of years ago, I actually brought out this whiteboard that I had behind me and I'll actually teach all my lives. That's what made me grow my audience. Kind of awesome. stopped it, but I don't want, I'm going back to it really pretty soon. Like I would teach in my lives, breaking, like we're in school. Cause I'm like, the reason why I excel and valid graduated as Val Victorian was because I could explain. Like I would get my I'm a fast learner and I would explain and break it down back to somebody real quick. And people love that. They're like, Yeah, you're not just telling us um the aftermath or you just do this, this, and this. You're breaking it down. We understand the whys as to why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, always think about the why and it will give you a solution any problem you have and like like why and it will help you think of find like a you know problem solution need and want it'll help you bring everything together gotcha gotcha hold on so you said you're a valedictorian yeah i graduated at 15 years old oh shoot okay you know salute to you you know you just said that like goes nothing we gotta we gotta acknowledge that so you know congratulations on that do you feel like that helped you as far as at least the people you know trusting in what you said because that's i mean that's not an everyday occurrence you know did it help me in what aspect what do you mean to say like as far as you know when you first started maybe posting on facebook i don't know where you started but you know people locally that knew about you talking about credit they did they already view you as like okay she's smart she probably already knows what she's talking about yeah they can they was more trustworthy into to ask me questions but like mm-hmm. when i went away to college from my friends you know, like when you go to like high school is one phase of your life, and you go to college, especially when you go away to college, it's like that becomes yeah. your family, another phase. I only stayed one year in that school, whatever, like one year, one and a half. But we have mm-hmm. a bond. Like now, even we met up up to today, really, like today's like early in this year, we met up. Like I haven't seen people almost over like 10 years, like basically. Oh, wow. And yeah. And they were like, we were like talking like, Basically, we're going back to school in January, back to, like, we just home for a winter break, but not knowing, like, no, fast forward, like, 10 years really past, friends, like, so we were sitting down talking, they're like, wow, you actually really lived out your life, like, if what you're doing, we're not surprised, like, no yeah. one really is surprised, like, what I'm doing or how I'm doing it, being mm-hmm. that I probably can't took out the coverage to do what I'm doing independently, yeah, but it would if you really studied me and how I wasn't like shy about business, I'm a shy person, but shy about business or my craft, I would or once I'm passionate about something, I would not mm-hmm. be shy. I would excel. So they was not really kind of surprised at the path that I chose. Gotcha. Okay. That shy thing is pretty interesting because I looked at your IG, you got almost a thousand posts. So do you look at it as far as you making all those posts, just you understanding the business aspect that like you just got to do what you got to do? Like, do you like recording content? It depends. Sometimes it gets tiring. I used to post like five times a day. It's so, oh, wow. yeah, I just cut it down. Like, you won't miss me. Every from nine o'clock, really, I knew my times to like basically nine at night. Like, I'll post like increments. Um, it was, it was, it's tough, whatever. It was before, like, I didn't care. Like, they're not, I'm not doing it in real time. Like, it's just, recorded 
post, whatever. I used to have it on set automatically. So mm -hmm. it's not real time. Yeah, I'll be kind of scared. Like eventually when a lot of be scared because of, you know, how people judge, like they will judge me and yeah. stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you this. It's like, who cares? Like, mm -hmm. really, you got to think when they're going to accept whether they like it or not. Who cares? People are mean. I will say yeah. that. People are very mean in the comments. Like, if I really sit down in my comments and break down or sometimes look look at the feedback, sometimes my, do you get a hateful person? They're just angry. You don't know why they're angry and they just want to just take it out on you. You have to have tough skin. Just play, just laugh it off. Like, it, it is what it is. Okay. Go about the day. Um, I just brush it off and just go go about my day. Like, it, at least if you're talking about me, if you took time out of your day to come say something, whether it's positive or negative, that means I'm doing something right. Because the content is keep pushing out there. So you keep seeing it. So that's new people, more new people. Okay, that comment was a week ago. This per other person came out oh, two days ago, said something. I mean, this person come five hours ago. That means there's new content. Your information, your stuff is being, you keep getting more comments. And I want you to comment. I don't care if it's nasty what you said, if it's positive what you said, if it's beautiful. I don't care. You comment because the algorithm is not even reading what you say. It just knew that you commented. So it just look at more engagement happening on my post. So it's going to push it out to somebody that wants to see what I have to post. So that's how I already know. At this point, I'm like, okay, thank you for comment. I'll engage with them too. Really? You really think I'm that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, because I want you to keep commenting so the algorithm is going to keep thinking like, yeah, keep pushing my content out there more. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I think. I think that's a good mindset to have because I post a lot of content for our business too. And I know a lot of the listeners, they have that shy thing, but the way that you put in perspective of it helps the algorithm. I think, I think that's definitely a, a key that'll help some people. So no, I definitely, I definitely like that. So, I mean, you help people as far as business credit, personal credit, what, what, what typically is what you're mainly dabbing into. Do so you're doing you a lot, you know, impact. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I, I need to do more. Uh, um, but so I do with business and personal. I try to do personal more. I try to gear it, but everybody really wants business. I don't yeah. know where people get this whole conspiracy or whole third. They really think it's business credit is an alternative to fixing your personal credit. So I have to tell like, no. And I'm glad it's coming clear now that you need, regardless, whatever you you try to hide it, dodge it, go around it. You still need to fix your personal. Mm -hmm. And it's not overnight. Like, it's really not overnight. You think it's overnight. People be thinking. I've told people. Some people tell you, yeah, they could fix it in a day or two. Run. They just come in and take your money. I'm going to tell you, like, listen, this is what it is. And this, this you know, how you're going to get it. Like, I'm not going to dress it up. I'm not going to lie to you to just to come. No, I'm not going to. No, if you want that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a headache is one. And two, yeah. I'm harming my reputation because now mm -hmm. I can't fulfill. And word on social media travels very fast. Definitely. So you're going to say one bad little thing about me and it's going to take off. And I don't got time to try to clean up the mess and go and hide and brush it on the table. I don't have time for that. So I rather just tell people, like, listen, this is what it is. And if you want more, go somewhere else. It has happened. And they've come back to me afterwards and be like, yeah, I should have just stayed. I'm so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so after they get, I try to help them and coach them to the best of my ability. But like I said, you you can't let people whatever they say 
discovered you or whatever you your passion if it's for you it's for you if it's not for you it's not for you people are gonna say anything and everything no matter what what is good or bad as long as they're yeah. talking about you it is what it is but once your passion you're gonna do it whatever you maybe discover it sometimes you may have to fall in love back again with your craft again mm -hmm. but that's what you have to do you have to reinvent yourself that's what you're gonna have to do reinvent yourself so you can fall back in love definitely so. reinvent yourself i like that okay so atlanta from new york to atlanta why atlanta i always wanted to come down south I used to oh, watch okay. little Medea movies. Oh man! <laughs> I see the little church choirs, them yeah. singing, and the big auntie that's the in the background, the grandma. So my family's not American. My family is Caribbean. So oh, I don't like. Yeah, I was. I wanted to have the uncle, the the like you know the crazy uncle or the auntie that that's you know wild. I got something to say. That gonna. I never had like a biological auntie really. Gotcha. So on the on my mom's side, so I wanted to, I wanted to have that feeling around that culture. Really, um, mm -hmm. I fell in love with that. Um, the you know b black businesses and stuff like that. I just also thought people were just so like wholesome, united, support each other, and I just love that. What was advertised on TV, really, um, the big old house, but all is done through credit. So that's yeah. i just fell in love with all that type of stuff and not being in new york new york is like overcrowded claustrophobic i love my city i love it i love where i'm from i love being from there um but it's just like parking is crazy so yeah yeah the parking is real crazy so that's the only reason i would not like it because parking mm -mm. but georgia if you want a big old house you can maintain you just want to I'm in love with nature. You're just falling for nature. It's a place to be. Gotcha. That's so, so Caribbean. Where's Where's your family from? My mom is from Guyana. Oh, okay. From Guyana. Yeah. Okay. And my dad is from uh, what is this place called? Nigeria. My that's my father. That's, oh, that's my, my family's from Nigeria too. Yeah, but I don't know nothing about the culture. Oh <laughs> damn! You sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Damn. know nothing. So you don't know a tribe or nothing? All I know is Legos, and I just found that out a couple years ago. Damn. The most African I've anything like I've ever done really was eat the food. And that's when I came to Atlanta. That's okay, yeah, I like what jollof rice, fufu? Like what you eat? Yeah, jollof rice. <laughs> and see, that's, it. that's the most African you can get me. I don't okay. know nothing else. Like anything, be like coming and speak to me. I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, I don't know nothing. But Patwa, my mom's, I can talk to you the same way. Damn, like, you disrespecting Nigeria. <laughs> so, yeah, my mom, she didn't really have us like too much. But well, not us, because I'm like the only child between them. But have me really in that like. I know everything about Patwa, Guyanese, everything, Roti, Trinidad, everything like that. Brazil, yeah. my family, I know everything. But to say Nigerian, like Nigerian food, anything about African culture, I'm going to look at you like, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, man, about. That, that's the best food in the world. Nah, but. Yeah, uh, it's good, but yeah. The best. <laughs> Um, but, you know, nutrients, if you want to pack on some weight, yeah. And if you gain weight, and like basically when I needed my iron and stuff to go up, I went and I ate African food. Like I 
That's how I went yeah, like definitely. and got stuff. I went and I was eating suya all day because of beef. I was eating yeah. suya and restu all day. So yeah. that's how I learned. I'm like, so that that's that's how I learned about that's how I learned about the coach, but anything else going on. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, you're gonna have to learn. But um, I wanted to transition. So I mean, just looking at your social media, I could tell you've been consistent, you know, doing it a while. So I wanted us to basically add some value to the people as far as just from a business perspective. So can you talk about maybe some of your biggest client wins and what's been working for your business so far? What do you mean working for my business? Um, social media been working. Okay. Um word of mouth works. Word of mouth. If you want to get the money easier without social media that you guys you use word of mouth because it'd be more trusting somebody that really work with them work with you or work with them just get them the focus on getting them in and out that's mm-hmm. what it is in and out um but what's gonna play on the back end to that is your assistance your assistance you have to have good assistance because if your assistants don't slack and they will do this especially if they feel like you're not on top of them are not on top of what's going on, they would slack. So my assistants, I would know when they're not doing their work. Because I'll see automatically my results. My results take an automatic turn. And I would see it as a pattern. If I start having a go, and it's one to two mistakes, all right, probably it's slip, it's slide. But when it starts to be 10 files with the same thing, I know you guys are slacking. Mm-hmm. And then when I start asking certain times what, what due date is, and it's not complete, I know you're slacking. If you start coming up to me with excuses, oh, you didn't see, you cannot see one or two. When it's 10 now, you don't see, or it start being a lot of other extracurricular things that's going on, I know you're not doing your work. Like, I would know that you're not doing your work. Um, I can't get to you. I can't, you can't um answer your phone at this moment because the work is not done. You, ch- you take long to reply back. Or the only time my work gets done is when it's payday, about approaching, like literally right before, a week right before payday. Oh, okay. Now I have a solution for you. So you have to be stern. You have to be serious mm-hmm. with that and break down for on the back end to make sure. Because if they don't do your work, that's representation of you. They're not getting yelled at. They're not getting screamed at. Their name is not going on black. It's not their brand. They don't care. They just make sure they come and get their paycheck or however you pay them. That's it. But if you start being stern from out the gate and, you know, don't keep it, keep it very business. When they start asking, hey, how's your day? It was good. Um, Do you have the report? You revert it back to straight business. They know that you're not playing. When you start getting personal with them, laughing, lollygagging with them, they'll start, your respect level starts to go down a little bit for it. So, mm-hmm. If you have any existing VAs, you just got to reassert yourself. Like, And I do that with pay periods. That I use my pay periods to, to leverage so I can get my respect back um, with them. Um, they, they'll know, like, listen, boss is not playing. Like, she's going to cut down our pay. Or mm-hmm. she was going to hold, hold our pay. We got to get this correct. We'll have a discussion. Until we get it right, that's enough. I'm not holding your pay that you did your work or did not do your work. I'm not holding it. But you got to do it in the time period. So you know I'm constantly looking. Every day we have morning meetup. Like every morning, what's going on? I have a group chat. And 
what what's going on to make sure my back is so they know that I'm in the office working. If I didn't yeah. get to the office as of yet, they still thinking like, yeah, she's gonna get. I start asking for random names so they can stop mm-hmm. going so they can know she's looking, she's she's there, so they can get in that behavior at any moment. I can ask for certain things, so I know my work is getting done. And as well as it's a domino effect because if one person do a one a job, the next person can't do their job, and then yeah. the next person can't do the job, the work can be completed or executed in a timely manner. So all that stuff plays uh an effect um uh, with that. Um, but yeah, word of mouth is make you you, you can get lazy via advertising. You ain't gotta put too much ads out. You ain't gotta put content out. But I just put content out just to educate and to just make myself because a lot of people doing credit. Yeah, who's doing it correct? Like from when I started to now, it's a lot of people doing credit. A lot of people doing coming out with business credit. So I invest in systems. I invest in knowledge. Like I'll be posting all of it because it's a lot time consuming. But a lot of people doing business credit. Who's doing personal credit? Some of people do this, do that, and. It's one thing that anybody can set up a business, but it's your customer service which is going to make and break you. Your customer service. That's what I tell anyone. You can know nothing and have a good, excellent customer service. Mm. Customer service, and not just before the deal is closed. It's after the deal is closed because you don't know that other person can have a referral right, right there. They just want to make sure, see how you're going to handle the deal right there. So if you handle it accordingly, they will refer that person automatically. There you go. You close two deals. Just because a good customer service know how to talk to people. People don't know how to talk to people. So definitely. I love that you said that because I I got solo episodes on my podcast too. And I literally dropped the episode, I want to say last week. And I was basically talking about, you know, what you're talking about as well, just making sure your customer service is on point, making sure the delivery is on point. How does someone become a client? You know, what does that process look like? So, you know, I definitely love what you're saying. So for the listeners, definitely word of mouth. It's good making sure your customer service is on point, setting a standard as a boss, you know, when you're hiring um, for people that haven't hired anybody, what would you, let's say I'm somebody, I just started my business. I ain't got no clients or nothing. I know you said word of mouth, but how would you recommend I get like my first clients? Maybe how you got yours. Clients? Yeah. Um, I would say first clients, first clients could be your family, friends. Yeah, definitely. That that's who could be without you. You could fix all your family credit now. <laughs> who else you gonna fix? The next thing I would say is going in group chats on Facebook. Facebook is really the, where I built my first set of clients from. Facebook okay. and Instagram. Yeah, you could do Instagram. Instagram using them reels on Instagram. Yeah, it's it's a good thing. This is just off of my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, honestly, uh, a route I think this before I should have took advantage of it, but it was popping. It's popping now still, but I didn't take advantage of it. Was TikTok? Oh yeah, we're TikTok on TikTok. Really, yeah. TikTok. TikTok is gonna make you blow up overnight, especially. Mm-hmm. It would that that's that would be your good thing, but really Facebook, the Facebook just drop gems, drop and not everything gotta be about money. Just drop gems. People's gonna come like they're gonna. Um, and they're gonna start they're gonna pay you just to want to buy something because you just you just drop in information that that's all even if you want to drop i'll just drop that gems that's how my social media blow blew up so fast but it would have blew up more 
at a certain time, but I had stopped posting. I was a post as consistent as I was. But I say five times a day, just dropping gems, just dropping information. It don't even have to be about credit as I learn. You're talking about your regular life. Talk about you. People just want to know who you are. Cause yeah. Most people just taking that's I thank God they have this verified little check thing now because there was some fake pages about me. Yeah, some fake um, pages of me out there too. <laughs> yeah. So being that you have this little check thing now. But so people just know that this is you. So I, I stopped getting on. Oh, is this your page? Who made this page? No, she has to check. This hat on her only page. Yeah. But now it's like you you have you just drop information, drop information, drop information, drop information. Once you have all that stuff, you keep dropping all those gems. The clients is gonna come follow through because they feel they can trust you. Like I said, people don't have good customer service. We just took you with money and run off. They never heard from them again. They did. Or they send them like the bare minimum. Some like, wait, wait, you paid this money for this? No, no, no. Oh, I know. So be very careful on that. Um, but that that's how I was gonna get the first contact. I'll go start hitting the Facebook groups because it's already a community already built. They're just letting you in. Mm-hmm. Some of them may let you post for free. Some of them gonna charge about ten, twenty dollars for you to post. But it's gonna be when you charge a certain price, they're gonna people's gonna eat it up. You just drop when you just wake up, make sure you wake up in the morning, everybody look at their phone in the morning. Like definitely everybody. Yeah, like look at their phone. Like regardless. Once you on all the social media and you make sure by eight nine well, nine o'clock is really the deadline because kids get into school by eight. So parents they're scrolling through by nine ten, really. By twelve o'clock, you want to drop another post. Like the clients going because you come once you, people keep seeing you constantly on their feed, they gonna start coming to you. They don't even care about credit, but they just want to follow you. Like you just showing that you doing something cool, or you look a certain way. Like they just gonna follow you. Like I've seen it all. Like I've done like almost all reinventing. Like myself i'll get bored and i'll be like okay cool i'm out, I'm out to reinvent something let me come out with some with something else my friend's like yeah let's come out with something else so that's what you just gotta do okay most definitely yeah so i mean a lot for people to do um go on facebook pop in these groups tiktok like you said we're personally big on tiktok so i resonate with that um instagram and just being yourself like you said which is definitely important so people will gravitate towards that so I wanted to ask you, as far as as far as your business, what would you say, if anything, are some things you're currently working on as far as maybe any struggles or just pain points within your business? Just to give some people, you know, the real. Because I know some people are going to be listening. They're going to be like, damn, you know, she's super ahead of where I'm at and all that. Just to humanize you, if we can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's okay. What do you mean? Like, um, just anything. Like, I mean, it don't got to be anything like super like like oh i'm struggling struggling but everyone was every time i do an interview even my panels that go to everyone was asking me this and i i always say the same thing work-life balance that's for anybody it took my business took a toll on my relationship with my child it took a yes most important thing took a, a toll on the relationship that i was in it took mm-hmm. a toll in that caused it a lot. Like, I don't have nothing, like, really. Like, it just made me, because I did not know how to balance out work and personal life. Like, mm-hmm. and if I tried to, like, I was still answering phone calls, still talking to people. I don't want to go. I'm working in the office till 2, 3 o'clock in the middle of the night. Really. 
sending out letters and stuff like that. Because, like, where, you know, if we live out, the type of information I'm handling is very sensitive. So it's, like, hard to trust somebody yeah. with information. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do it myself. Like, mm-hmm. or if I do find somebody, they're not relying like that. So that's, I'm just like, you know, that that's what it is. So it just made me just be in the office work because I knew what I was building, what I wanted. So it took a toll on, on that, my relationship, my child, my friends. Friends started, you started having friends that would be jealous of you and think you live in a sweet, awesome life and it's so easy and they don't know on the struggle. They don't want to help you build that business. They don't want to sit out and stay up with you on the phone late night while you're sitting there doing things like that or think of, okay, a new marketing campaign. If you're now mm-hmm. starting out, but it tells you who's real and who's not, who's for yeah. you, who's not. It tells you how to minimize your circle. Oh, uh-huh. you know, your true friends. So that what I was saying, like, that's what, and I still face it now because now being a, a female, when you go to certain places, people, you, you even though you come in genuine, genuine energy and stuff like that, there's people think that you, because you're doing the same field, they feel like you're competition. So they don't want to collab with you. Mm. So that, that's. Are you saying, are you saying as far as other females or both, just anyone in general? No, I climb mostly a lot like with men. They're like so open, inbox me, whatever, answer the question, whatever it is. Females, no, not like. Oh, okay, I okay. can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can so, see that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that's what it is. Like they, they're like, oh, they were like, yeah, and then we try to follow. It's just like dead and leave. So. That's like, it's very me in this, like, especially finding things. If we're doing the same thing, yeah, that's not, we're not gonna, even if I tried it, we just don't collide, like, really like that. Um, So it's just like, it is what it is. So you just gotta build, you won't, even if they don't let you in, you gotta create your own avenue mm-hmm. and let you be like, yeah, I'm creating my own lane and I'm here to stay. So yeah, even like when I was on Facebook group, some groups didn't want me to, to advertise or talk in the group, whatever. And I'm like, are you like you know what? okay i built one of my, my own group nice. and on facebook so the group had over four thousand if i went my facebook groups have like over almost ten thousand or nice. more followers than that the last that was the last time like that was like since december when i checked like i don't check for it really at all but i'm like who are you like okay cool and i'm going post on my facebook group and everything i mean now people are begging can they come in my group like, no, like I don't know. I gotta screen you a little bit. Yeah. So now, because it's like they they didn't want to accept you, so you gonna go where you are gonna be accepted. So exactly. That's that's how I just learned. Like it's all about your confidence, building your confidence, building your comfortability. Yeah, it is what it is. I tell you, like it is what it is. Whether you gonna like me, don't like me, I'm living for me. So mm-hmm. definitely. Okay, so going back to the whole collaboration thing. And just identity, I mean, obviously, as a Black woman in this space, what would you, besides the whole not collaborations and all that, what what kind of uh, pros and cons do you see to, like, your identity? Because, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, dudes talking about credit. You know, women are talking about credit. Obviously, you have some stuff stacked against you. There may be some stuff in your favor. Can you just kind of talk about, you know, that identity? What's in my favor? I have a dealership. Pretty privilege. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, no. <laughs> not pretty privilege. No. I really have a lot of pretty females doing this thing, too. 
So yeah, no, most definitely, most definitely. I talk about this with my, I talk about this with my mentees. Like men and women marketing is different, but at the same time, you know, you can talk about the cons. I I, I understand some of them. No, no, like there's a lot of pre. That, I think it's kind of a hard because I'm battling a lot of t- t- pre um other girls too doing this thing. So and they have yeah. other things up their sleeves that I don't even have, and I'm like. You know what? I'm scared to post that type of stuff, but then this nigga oh, the man. followers. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I might as well. It's not that bad. Like, okay. It might give me a couple extra followers. I don't know. But no, but that that's what that. Um, but I have like my dealerships, so people be trying to get these cars and stuff like that. So I know like the whole ins and outs of getting a car. What the bank is like, people be coming with, oh, no down payment. I'm like, yeah, I'm not telling people the whole story. Whole but story. Like, yeah, like it's cool to say I've gotten cars with no down payment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't put no down payment, but I'm like, I'm not telling people like they can't go inside a dealership with 500 credit score and get no down payment. Stop telling mm-hmm. people that or stop telling people, yeah, I need to have y'all want no down payment. You have to at least show some type of finance on your credit previously that you finance something worth. 80k 70k don't think you can walk up in a dealership and get 80 70k no down payment you got to get your feet you got to show some type of relationship some type of rapport some type of history prior before coming don't think yeah i'm gonna roll off so you like think about it would you trust somebody that that, that, um that don't have that you never did business with them they don't have no relation no reputation trust them with oh with 50k of your own money no, you're not gonna you're like now I need to say I need to see some 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 references. I need to see some your bank account. I need to see your transactions before I lend you. I need to see some type of history before that. So they be telling people, oh no, down payment. You're not supposed to pay the down payment. So you go inside the dealership arguing hard and strong. Like, yeah, I'm not supposed to pay. because of what some guru on Instagram just told you, and you looking crazy. So that's why I tell people like you need do do that research. But I've had I have the dealership and I'm able to look at the whole playbook and see like why would you why you're gonna pay a um a down payment and there's a certain bank that you work with they only gonna find they say we want we have tier one deals we have tier two tier three tier four tier five you want a tier one deal you need to come with a eight hundred or seven something above score and you need to have at least. Uh, auto loan attached of about 30k so we could give no down payment if your score is lower than that then we'll want 10 percent of that deal we're only going to finance 120 of the deal the the dealer can sell the car at 130 percent of market value but we're only going to finance 120 of the market value so those things and factors come into play and why that's what you have to come. And if you want a big boy car, you need to come with a down payment. I'm I'm the dealer. I'm not taking that loss. I'm not going to move my budget, my, my, my ticket, whatever it is. I'm not going to do that. So you want this car, you're going to have to come with that extra money that the bank is not going to finance. They're not saying they're not going to pay for it, but they're not going to finance all that money of what it is. Yeah. Like when you fixing and flipping, I got fixing and flip. They would say, oh, based on whatever it is, we only going to find, uh, based on the L, the, the after repair value, we're only going to give you about 80% of the whole appraisal. Certain things like that. They don't give you all the money, they'll give you some of the money. But that's it, they're not going to do it, but they'll give you a portion of it. So 
things of that nature because of your experience. They won't, they feel like there's too much of a risk to give you all that money because of your age, all the type of the stuff plays with factors. So that's why I just tell people um, as like an aspect. Like, so there's different um rounds and different things that go into this whole finance. Finance is very wide and broad. I'll be telling people, if you want to know certain things, ask specific questions. I'll give you specific yeah. answers. Cause we can ask this question and answer all day around and go around and around and like, but are you getting it? Are you piecing it together? Definitely. So what would you say is some of your like your biggest client wins or most most memorable? I wanted to talk about that. This gives people some most. more motivation. Is there any that comes first, off the top of your head? Huh? Does any um, client when I first wins? started? Hmm. Oh, one of my clients got owns 250k um in business credit. Nice. Off of an ebook. Nice. Ebook he bought from me. I seen all the credit cards. I pull up he posted. I was so proud. That's why I, I sort of post on Instagram. Um, another person got a car. He got a car just by me. Like when I this is when I was in the Facebook days. Like a lot of my clients were like, yo, I remember when you was just on in the in the group doing man. I was, if I tell you, when I was doing, I think I was doing inquiry removal or something like that for like two, two something for hours, something like that, like, like that. And it was like, yeah, or I forgot, it was some crazy number, but they but been was like, yo, you've grown. Like, they can't believe, like, this is this girl. I'm like, and I'm sitting here like, damn, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not, I need to do a little bit. <laughs> like, I need to cut. They be like, no, you do. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. I'm like, no, that's not what's not what I'm doing. They're like, yeah, you're doing the thing, girl. Like, yeah, you're doing it. I'm like, mm-mm. Like, I feel like I need to reinvent myself, put that more drive into it. Like, um, about you know, you gotta think about it. you in competition with yourself, but nobody you're not in competition with anybody else. So definitely. Where do you feel that need for wanting to reinvent yourself comes from? Is it like from how you grew up? Have you always been like that? Um, no, that's just like when I meet coming into social media and understanding it, it people like new, like new pair of Jordans, they gravitate towards you. So, you also got to keep being fed yourself to make it something new so they can keep gravitating towards you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's people like kids, like you know, a kid they you get them a toy, you wave it in front of them, and they're like, Oh, yeah. yeah. First five seconds, after 10 seconds, they throw the toy aside because it's boring and used to it. So you got to take the toy and redo it a certain way and give it to them. They be like, oh my God, it's another toy. But no, it's the same toy. <laughs> so that's how they, that's how people, we, we're just, we're kind of still like kids, but just older. Like to me, I, that's how I think. Gotcha. Our minds get distracted very easily. Gotcha, gotcha. So do you feel pressure as far as like posting on social media? Is that is that kind of what? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't if you don't post for a couple of days, the algorithm shoots you down, and then they'll push your content out there like that, and find a certain things. And now what they do this new thing called collaboration, and you gotta collaborate so they can push your content out there. If you don't collaborate, they're not pushing your content out there. All type of stuff. So, like, so you gotta post. You gotta keep posting. Times all type of stuff. So I've seen people, honestly, 
that started their page after me, less than me, passed me in followers. But then I'll be sitting there like, are those real followers? So that's how I'm like, but slow and steady always wins the race. Definitely. Two games, so. Definitely. So I know you got a lot going on. You know, you help people with the cars, credit, etc. Do you have like a particular offer that you would want to, you know, talk about for the viewers? For the for the what? I'm sorry. For the people listening. For the people listening. Oh. You got um, an ebook. You got a course. Like what? What are we doing? We got a mentorship. What you got going on? Mentorship. I'm redoing it right now. I had one. Um up there with business credit personal credit but what i've done i have constructed all like my ebooks into like bundles basically because people always ask me personal credit business credit so i just constructed everything into one bundle and i just put it out there for them they can use all the information to rebuild their personal credit build up their business credit again the under underwriters information Stuff like that. And then the next one, which my graphic designer, she just asked me about this next bestseller, is basically the vendors. It's like, you always kind of figure out who is reporting on your business credit, who's reporting, what they're reporting. Um, so I've made a 500 plus vendors list. So it has like at least 500 different vendors listed in there from tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four, going on up. And as you apply, you will be a tears and it's broken down. And I put a little worksheet in there, that little bundle, so you can, you know, use it and build your business credit. So yeah, that, that, I like the 500 one most, honestly. I like that one. Okay, sounds good. So where, where can people actually find that? Is it on your IG or where? So my IG is on, um actually, that one ebook, the 500 vendors ebook is actually pinned onto like my IG. First three posts, and as well as it's on my website. I was looking at my Christina, the CEO. Okay, so um, those of y'all listening, you can tap in Christina, the CEO is your IG. Yeah. Okay. So sounds as well good. as the website. Okay, sounds good. Do you have like a give us like a final gem or what you want people to take from this episode? Uh, really, the sky is the limit. Like, that's what it is. And be in competition with yourself. Mm-hmm. Not, and you would not, don't let anybody stop you. That's what really it is. Uh, that's the, the things that I live by today. Like, don't let no one stop you. Be in competition with yourself. And, like, the sky's the limit. If someone tells you a no, you can't do it, go somewhere where it's going to be a yes. Always, like, try to figure that out. Go do your research. Always research for yourself, understand for yourself, and don't be too hesitant. Just sit down and think about something a little bit, reminisce it, break it down, make it make sense to you, and execute it. And those are the principles of things that I actually use today and have to readjust in my head sometimes when I get ahead of myself. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate you sharing your story. Appreciate you sharing your experiences. Where can the people find you on online? Well, Christina, the CEO on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all social media channels, um, Twitter, everything. Christina, the CEO. Christina, the CEO. There you have it. With that being said, y'all have a blessed one.
Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you did, make sure you share it with somebody. Let us know on social media that you're listening to the podcast. And if you haven't gotten the Consumer Law for Geniuses FCRA Edition ebook, you sleep on yourself. So go ahead and text the word FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. FCRA Genius as one word to 914-353-4741. You can get it for only $10 versus $97. Y'all have a blessed one.